I got this. So we are in the middle of a uh, just resilient pandemic, and I don't know if I've told you all, but the, in Singapore, they decided to not call it a pandemic anymore. They decided to drop that term and call it endemic and to say, it's just how it is. So we're going to keep our businesses going. We're going to keep things rolling. So it's kind of, it's just the thing we have to deal with. Back in um, around 900 AD, there was this thing that was just devastating the population. And it was so hard with this new disease that showed up. And it, and it was just affecting so many people in Europe. And it was called measles. So we've had measles. You guys have grown up. Measles has been around. Now our kids, they, they had a little vaccine for measles. So many of them didn't catch it. But back in the day... I remember my folks said, oh, there's a kid down the street got measles. You need to go down there and catch that. Uh, Why didn't we run pandemic, pandemic? It's endemic because it's just one of the things that's out there. doesn't mean we don't treat it or do something about it, but it's just, so that's kind of where we are. So I want to bring into this a, I'm calling this convergence that we are dealing with a life in Christ that is not just uh, two-dimensional. It's, it's, there's more things going on than just, just a flattened kind of walk with Christ or relationship with the living God. It's not just, just you take a bunch of information, you flatten it out, and you go, that's, that's how this works. This, this is it. There are layers to this, and there are converging layers to this. And so in this particular, let me just, I want, this is going to be a little more practical in some ways. So I'm going to call this as a subtitle, a health matrix. So the matrix is not just one thing, it's not just one layer, it's all of these things all coming together. So time together and see if this if this is in any way helpful as we look at the things around us in this world and the things that come come our way in in a variety of things just like a a, a pandemic things like that happen so we're going to start with the absolute so let's go to this absolute positive consummation absolute positive consummation uh well in the short statement of that y'all gonna die there is something about that that is absolute that is an end that will come we have a meaningful unending life in relationship with god the heavenly beings and god's people ahead that's waiting for us Meaningful, unending life in relationship with God. The heavenly beings, the others that God has created that are out there and they're, they're unique and there's 
lots of them, and they, they these are beings that are, love God, love you. They're just part of part of the family, and God's going to add us to that family. So it's with Him and God's people. So that is absolutely positive. So this is something to look forward to, and that will be. Uh, a consummation and a beginning all at the same time. Death is the doorway to the incredible expanse of life waiting for you. But I don't want to die. Why not? But I, you know, we're going to fight that. I need to get to every expensive doctor I can find and avoid dying. Why? You have an absolute positive consummation. You have something to look forward to. Well, the other possibility is transformation. Jesus comes back and then bam. Which would kind of be the coolest. But we, we, we don't know when that was going to happen. So death is the doorway. It's positive. It's not a negative. Jesus has won the victory. Death is no longer to be feared. Now it doesn't mean that it won't be painful. There won't be problems that you don't want to go through that understandably but that's different than having an absolute positive approach attitude preparation looking forward to the hope that is ahead because there's so much more and it just he just wants to embrace us and bring us into his family and all that's waiting out there so that is the beginning of health may not sound like it but if we can't get past the end and what death is and what lies on the other hand on the other side, then we can't handle health properly. We can't handle our physical bodies and what decisions we make about health properly because our fear of death. And all of that, that comes from the fear of death is a worldly, fleshly, and the influence of the dark side, the powers of death. And First Corinthians 15 says, nope, Jesus has a victory. We, we're, not, we're on the other side of that. But we have to be in our own minds, in our own, uh, settled on the inside, that absolutely death is no longer a factor. May come, it will come, that's absolute. But on the other side of that, there's a whole bunch of glorious things just waiting and we don't get to the glorious unless we go through this door. So, that all leads us to the health matrix, which is hopefully more fun, right, than that first part. Okay, health matrix. We're going to start with spiritual. Gonna, this is just going to take us into this, but this is the layers, the matrix, and I've only got a few because there would actually be tons more of these, but let's do this. We'll just go through these. Spiritual. Every person is a spiritual being living in a body in the physical universe. Spiritual health is essential to living the best life. So how do I live my best life possible in my health, physical health? Talking about that kind of health living in the physical world. Starts with a spiritual life that is in tune with God listening to him, living in trust, walking his way, moving in his direction by his guidance with his power. 
and that's I'm going to have the best life here and forever. Mental, next one. So we have spiritual, mental. The mind is the person's control center. As a person thinks and thinks well, the more thoughts, attitudes, and behaviors come into proper alignment. As a person thinks, uh, Proverbs says that's, that's who he is. I mean, it's, it's our thoughts, our mental processes influence so many things, factors in our bodies, factors in, in uh, how the organs work. It, it's going to be connected. There's, there's an interrelationship because this is a matrix. These are all overlying and connected. So the mental part's going to play a part. Emotional. Emotions provide energy, color, melodies, fragrances, and tastes for life. The emotionally healthy person experiences life with exuberance and joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. How do you get there? It's emotional. Because I'm connected with God, and then this joy comes, and with joy... Isn't that good medicine, according to Proverbs? So these are connected. The emotions, the, the feelings, and getting those in alignment, but they, it's got to start with the spiritual. It moves also with the mental and the emotional. The feelings are going to be part of that. Some people are controlled by their emotions and every little thing is a knee-jerk reaction to, well, I feel good, or I feel, I'm in love, I'm not in love. I, I, I'm moved and i got to go do this. And I got to buy that car because I feel it. And it's all emotional. And where does that come from? It's just loose and it's untethered and it's running out in the, in the world creating all kinds of havoc, but under control and connected with God and what he's doing spiritually. And we have this mental part where we actually are living properly and guiding, then the emotions are just beautiful. That's why I wanted to bring out, it provides energy. If we're down and depressed, there is no energy. Colors go flat. They'll go black and white for a depressed person. It's emotional. Things are happening in their, in their mind. It affects their, or in their emotions, affects their minds, it affects them physically. Now they really don't have strength to get up out of bed. You go, where did that come from? It comes from this. Emotions provide energy, color, melodies, fragrances, and the taste of life. If the emotions are kicked in in a proper way, y'all remember going on uh, first date and then you marry somebody? How much emotion was involved in that? So then it starts, you, can, you, you see things different, colors are different, you hear things different, fragrances are different, all because the emotions are doing what they're supposed to do. And they provide that, but that's another overlaying part of the matrix. A physical. Each person on earth is living in a material body made up of elements requiring fuel and maintenance. Bodily health is necessary for quality life or for physical life to continue. So it requires some fuel, you got to eat, which we just did, some maintenance, you got to have some exercise, you got to take care of, there's things you got to do. So there's a physical body, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, relational. Connections with other people are indispensable, and healthy relationships impart vigor and aspiration. You get those relationships going, and it's iron sharpening iron, and, and people help us to 
to develop, to become better, to work on our character, to learn. It, it motivates us to uh, connect um, more of, of life, and we learn from one another, and uh, the relationships are part of our health. So it's part of the matrix. So with those in mind, we're going to look at some things that, that happen in the world around us. This one, medical materialist methods. Yes, I had fun with M's. Medical materialist methods. So in this scenario, the physical body has preeminence. So think about you're going to the doctor, you're going to the medical community, you're looking stuff up online, and when you look those things up online, it's going to give you answers. And even when you're talking to your medical professional, often the answers are going to be uh, along those lines. The physical body has preeminence. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at the material, divorce from everything else, the body. So treatment protocols are often one size fits all. If you say, we'll just test this. If you say, I have a headache. Is there a different method of dealing with your headache than the other seven and a half, almost eight billion people on the planet? Aspirin, Tylenol, you know the list. One size fits all. It's not unique to you. Have cancer. Protocol in the West? Radiation, chemo. And now they're coming up with better ways to identify and treat that, but yeah, and surgery. So we, here's, here are the quick responses to something. Yeah, if you break your leg, well, yeah. There's, there's some things you just kind of, let's put that back together. But there's certain things that we just, we just say it, here's the answer. So on God's green earth with seven and a half billion people, we don't have more options? We don't have something better? We don't have other answers? If you have... Uh, we talked about statins earlier. Uh, Trish and I did. So if you have some kind of heart problem and the statins and blood pressure and you got to control and, oh my gosh, and there's a handful of names that are advertised on TV and doctors hand out because it, these protocols get narrowed down to some things that I hope they keep coming. I hope there's more research. I hope there's people that just want to find out is there a better way to do this and let's just not stop looking for better ways to to do this and the ones that are working cool that's great but some of the people who have undergone some of the treatments it's not been that pleasant for them and some of it works some of it doesn't but it's still it, it, you know it's but it's the the treatments are often just on that body on that thing and the body is preeminent other things are left out. So we're back to the matrix. Do any of these other things fit? 
with this or just the body alone because it's a material world we're living in and we have a physical body so that's what we address with our protocol mental emotional relational and spiritual areas are mostly unnecessary in treatment but may be useful in recovery or in palliative care so if you include these others when you go in to be treated doctors who are sensitive to this or nurses who are sensitive to this will will pick up these other things often or sometimes they'll even say you know probably be good to pray for this or you know some of them will pray with you but often it's divorced from it isn't it you're just going in there you get the physical because it's a material world and we're dealing with a material body and that's what we're going to do recovery of course afterwards yeah let's have them come in and pray and and maybe you need some counseling and some emotional support to get through your radiation, whatever it is you're doing. Or if you're on your way out, then palliative care to help you as you process your dying and, and your end. So some of those come in and they will send chaplains if you're in hospice or palliative care. But do they send a chaplain before you go in to see your doctor? No, because it's a material world. We're dealing with a physical body, and it's divorced from those other things. Mystical medical method. More M's. The mystical medical method is going to the, to the spiritual side of this thing, that invisible part of all of this, and making that the main thing. So in order to deal with, the, with health, physical health, Physical health is provided by spiritual or psychological means. And uh, maybe to help with that, mind over matter. So you've heard of that. And and people who who are in certain groups are into, well, you think a particular way, you, you get in tune with yourself, you look at your navel, you work on uh, a, a spiritual uh, level and your body will come in tune. And there's also the group, uh, physical health is guaranteed by faith. So there's a group of Christians who say, God guarantees that you will not be sick. So if you're sick, you're out of tune with God, or you don't have faith, or you've sinned in some fashion, so that's why you're struggling the way you are. So that doesn't fit with the matrix either. Because there's a physical, there is a material physical world that needs to be addressed. There are psychological and spiritual things, but you don't make it one of those divorced from the other. It's a matrix. God made it all, right? He made Adam, and he made him with the nefesh, the soul, and then he breathes the life into him, and it's all of it. And it all comes together. It's all needed. So... Medical materialist methods, one possibility. Mystical medical method is another. And we could, there's more combinations, but I ran into M's. So, extended environmental reality. We'll go with this one. So in the environmental reality that we live in, in this universe, this world, we have to consider, and we're approaching this as people who are God's people, God believers, understanding that that's how he, that he made the world, that he exists. So we'll start with that. So we start with God, 
And we got, uh, the more we get to know him, the more we understand that we won't know everything about him, but we can know him and we can know something about him. So doing that helps us understand the environment in which we live. God, in the beginning, God created. So we have the heavenly creation, which existed before. And then we have the physical creation that we all know and love and we live in. So that's, that exists, and then we're connected within it. And the, so the God, heavenly creation, physical creation, and then evil supernatural beings. Now the reality that's out there, it's part of our environment, often missed, often uh, dismissed, because we don't necessarily want to think about it. So we don't include that in, in our thinking of, okay, that's the world I live in. Uh, I'm just having trouble... You know, my tire is low on the back right, and that's the end of it. That's the world. That's, that's where I live. And there's an e- there are evil supernatural beings that have more to do with all of these things. The Taliban just took over the capital of Afghanistan. And in these weeks, past few weeks, all the work that went into Afghanistan was lost. Ooh. Anything behind all that besides Taliban being just an immensely better army than anybody ever saw on the planet? Yeah. And it's been there a long time. Long time before any of us were born. And it's still at work. What if we don't include that in our thinking? We just deal with the material world. It's a material cause and effect. That's how we got here. There's more to it. Evil supernatural beings exist. We live in a broken world. Genesis 3 on. Till Jesus puts it all back together. That's where we are. And we live in imperfect physical bodies. We don't have perfection in these bodies. We don't have perfection in this world. We don't have a perfect system. Even though in our heads we think, man, you know, if they just, it would be perfect. We don't even know what perfect is and whatever it is in our head that we think is perfect is imperfect because we're imperfect we don't have perfect thoughts we're just perfectly broken so that's the environment so we lay out that so how do we how do we go from there so biblical reminders for health here's a bunch you can write down some references if you want Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. Proverbs 3, 7 through 8. Is that really true? If you fear the Lord, so here's a supernatural being. Fear the Lord. Turn away from evil. So turning to Him and away from the world and the thinking of the evil ones, the dark ones, the other gods, and whatever is dark in me and the immorality and brokenness, I turn away from that and I fear him. And my physical health will come. You go, wait a minute. You didn't take a vitamin. You didn't take a Tylenol. You didn't get chemo. How is this even possible? Because this doesn't include any of those things. What, what about diet and exercise? Doesn't include that either. Isn't that crazy? 
Fear the Lord, turn away, turn away from evil. Health. Holy moly. That's a different way of approaching things. Yeah. Your, your bones. Yeah. We are live. <laughs> For real live. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, if we do that, they, yeah, this is a reminder for health. So that's just a reminder that, we, yeah, we're not doing the guarantee. Here's step one, step two. Nope. So there's more. So we've got layers of this. And, and, and really cool in Proverbs 3, which I wasn't going to do, now I am. Okay, so before this, we're not supposed to trust in our own understanding, right? We're supposed to trust him. We're supposed to trust in the Lord, and he will guide us. So we've got guidance. That may include a Tylenol and nutrition and because that's what he does. So we've got that. That's coming there. And getting our hearts right, seeking wisdom, all in chapter 3 of Proverbs. Right after this, so we've got the health thing. The next part has to do with finances. You go, what? Yeah. Then Give. I go, okay, I got health. I'm, I'm leaning on him. I'm not going with my own understanding because if my own understanding's working, then I'm going to keep the, I want to keep my barns. I want, I want the fruit of the fields. I want, oh, that's where the next part's talking about. It's about wealth, health and wealth. But the wealth comes from giving. The health comes from trusting the Lord, fearing him. You know, this is just not normal because it's a matrix and it's bigger than just a material world, cause and effect, do this, get that. This is God at work, laying out the whole thing, the whole environment. It's broken, they're evil, God is doing some things, so yeah, you can't guarantee, if I do this, I'm going to get this, because he's got other plans, which we will see. The next one, Mark 2, 5 through 12, there's a huge story going on here. But Jesus, this, this man comes, paralyzed and Jesus says my child your sins are forgiven and there's some pushback and is it easier to say to the paralyzed man your sins are forgiven or stand up pick up your mat and walk what just happened there there's a relationship between sins held sins weighing this guy down and his physical body is paralyzed and Jesus is releasing him from his sins. He's being forgiven. And his body is free to work, to be restored. And he's been paralyzed, so he doesn't even have to go through therapy. Wilma just told us on her leg, knee thing, that she had to do six hours a day on the knee bending machine thing. And this guy didn't have to do that. He stood right up and walked. When Jesus forgave him, his physical body falls into place and works perfectly. Absolutely perfect. So how did that work? So the physical body in the material world that we live in is not strictly based on physical elements. There's a spiritual part of this. There's a part of this that, re that in the brokenness in our own sinfulness can cause us not to function properly. So if we're out of sorts, 
and we're dealing with stuff, we've collected sin and we're not dealing with it, we're not taking it to God, we're not, God release me from this. So when you go in to see the doctor, has he ever asked, are you carrying something? Are you living with unforgiveness? Are you practicing uh, loving one another? Are you going to the Lord your God and confessing your sin? No, because it's a material world. We're going to deal with a physical problem with physical means. Take the dang Tylenol, call me in the morning. And that's it, then we're done. There's more to it because it's a huge environment in which we live. The reality is bigger. From Luke 9.42, As the boy came forward, the demon knocked him to the ground and threw him into a violent convulsion. But Jesus rebuked the evil spirit and healed the boy. Then he gave him back to his father. That's not a material world with a physical problem. There's a demon. There are evil spirits. There are evil supernatural beings that exist in this world, and they got a hold of that kid. So what if he had had chemo? What if he had gone to a psychiatrist? Wouldn't have done any good. Got a demon. Got to deal with the demon. That's a supernatural issue. So we have extended issues in our world that are wider than we typically think. And that's true for our own health as well. Uh, from First Corinthians chapter 11, verses 30 and 31. That's why many of you are weak and sick, and some have even died. But if we would examine ourselves, we would not be judged by God in this way. And he's talking about coming to the Lord's Supper, uh, treating God, uh, Jesus' sacrifice with disrespect, treating one another with disrespect, and these people are coming together. So here's a relational issue. There's a relational issue, a spiritual issue, a uh, failure to honor who should be honored, respect who should be respected, to lift God up in the way he should be lifted up. A failure to do those things, which we would easily do and go, you know, it's just juice and bread and, and a meal, hanging out with some people. We don't really have to do that. Now, how important would that be anyway? Apparently, to the living God, it's really important and to highly respect these, these moments of gathering together, lifting one another up, like Malachi 3.16, that we talk about the Lord, where he writes down our names and says, you, you talked about me, you honored me in your conversation, you were thinking of me. Does it matter? Yeah. Who's listening? He's listening. He's got agents angels who are listening and they have notebooks and they're writing our names down and they're keeping track of those things that's one of those cases so why is our health physical in a material world you're weak you're sick some are dying and you go to your local professional medical facility and the er and you go uh, i need to fix this i think i'm dying you know, well, you messed up at communion, buddy. No. It's a matrix. Different levels, different things are happening. What if you have surgery and you get cut out because something went wrong with your gallbladder? 
Lord's not done with you. You got a pancreas. Let's turn that thing inside out. You got nerves? We can mess with those. When are we going to fall on our faces before the living God and say, Lord, this thing's yours. This body is yours. My health is yours. That's why we started in our matrix with the spiritual. It's by fearing the Lord that we find these things. We find direction. And then we can approach these other as he gives guidance, which may mean going to the ER and doing all those other things. But to for, forget, this is a matrix. There's a lot of things going on here. Are any of you sick from James 5.14? Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. I just want those elders to bring me some decent chicken soup, maybe haul me to the hospital. That's what I'm going to call for. And he comes up with this kind of line. Anoint them with oil and pray. Wow. What a response. That's what you do if any of them are sick. Physical material world, how do you deal with it? You got a spiritual answer, spiritual response, because the powers of, of God in working with the brokenness, the sin, the evil spirits, the whole environment in which environment, uh, the reality in which we live is addressed by him. So go to him. And, as we pointed out before, this requires the individual to come to the elders, to the pastor, to those in, who are responsible for the flock, to ask for prayer. Because that's an act of faith. The, the usual is to say, well, the pastor didn't come by, the elders didn't stop by. They should come by, they should visit, they should pray. That's not what this says. Any of you sick, whose responsibility is it? Because it's an act of faith for that individual to say, I believe in this reality and that God is the one who has an answer for my health. Does that mean you still don't go to the doctor? No, because we're not doing that. He will guide in the direction you need to go if you need to follow up on that. And it may be, if it's demonic, it'll be gone. If it's a sin and you confess, because the confession thing is right before this, it says confess to one another and, hey, you're going to be healed. So all of that's there. So if we follow the prescription that God gives, we're, we're on a line for health that is way different than the way we're given it in general in our world. So those are biblical reminders for health. Here's health matrix and COVID. Just, I'm just going to run through that list again. Spiritual health, mental health, emotional health, physical health, relational health. And here's a... That's, again, just to build the matrix idea. Physical health toolbox. In my thinking, this is how this works. We don't have an absolute answer to cancer, heart disease, or COVID. We have some things that help. 
we don't have an absolute answer to perfect health. Oh, good, somebody's calling. We don't have an absolute answer to all those things, and we don't have a place to go to get that one answer that takes care of everyone. So we need a toolbox full of things, different things. And the things that we have that are helpful, the things that we've come up so far in, into the 21st century, we've got some that are working pretty well. Some of them are barbaric, and some of them are just cool, technical, amazing. Just having antibiotics and things to deal with polio. I mean, we just, we're just way ahead of that curve. But we can't stay ahead because things will happen, like COVID and other things that, you know, cancer and heart disease are still uh, kill more people than COVID does. So there's stuff we need to deal with. We need a toolbox, and we need to have lots of different things in there, and we need to keep adding tools. So all of these things are tools. Not one of them is the ultimate answer. It's just part of the toolbox that we use. So the tools available to you, all are helpful None are a guarantee. So we're just, that's just going to be part of it. So we're dealing with a physical health toolbox, and we're going to add some things into it. So tools available to you are balanced diet and exercise. If your immune system is working, functioning really well, you're going to keep uh, the flu, colds, COVID, things will just be at bay because you you have that balanced diet and exercise i mean it, it will help one of the keys in this thing and it's it's a third of the numbers of of the people dying in co from covid are people who are overweight so obesity is a huge issue and it is affecting people and when they start listing the numbers oh my gosh people in oklahoma are dying by this number and and it's like everybody is equal no, people who have compromised immune systems. And one of the huge ones is obesity. You go, why won't they bring that up? Because it hurts people's feelings. So you don't. If it's killing you, maybe it would be wise to bring it up and say, that's a factor in all of this. And it's striking people of color is that because we don't have vaccinations for everyone no it's somehow in the dna of different people there's a difference in how this affects people and there's a uh no we'll get to that okay amp up amp up vitamins d3 c zinc You've, you've seen some of those reports. Some of the doctors are out there, even on the Internet, saying, you know, get those things, which is great. So you need immunity-building items. Toolbox, remember, this isn't one thing fixes all. Just, you know, just eating magnesium pills won't make it go away. It's just something that if, if your body is in need of that, and you can get vitamin D by getting out in the sun. A study that they, they did in Sweden showed because of the... The, the way the sun hits people differently. It, uh, they have a group, I think it's Nigerians live there, and, and they are, it's a group of Muslim 
Muslims, they live in the same community. Most of the deaths from co uh, the COVID deaths have come in that community. When they check them out, part of the issue that they're running into is vitamin D. They don't have enough vitamin D. That's affecting people in Sweden because of the, how the sun and all that stuff is working there. But on top of that, what kind of clothing do Muslim people wear? <laughs> they show this, the women are just showing this much. How much, got to have 15 minutes a day to get the vitamins from the sun. If they stand in the sun, it doesn't make any difference. Darker skinned people, the melanin keeps, the, they have to be out a little longer because it takes about 30 minutes. So their production is different than light skinned people. So that makes a difference. But even if they stand out there an hour, even the men have the headgear, not, they don't have the whole thing, but, and they're covered all the way down to the wrist. They're not getting enough vitamin D. As a result of that, they're dying from COVID. One, I mean, just one of the factors, not everything. But getting enough vitamin D is huge. So it is a factor. And you can look at the research. There's a, CDC has a lot of this listed. And you can find it all over the place. But the basic things, toolbox things, sanitize and distance, not bad, it's not evil, it's just, you know, you can, you can just do it and hopefully this will all change, but for the time being, it's a, it's a tool in the toolbox. Mask is a tool in the tool, toolbox. You don't have to fight about it or be down on people who want to or don't want to. I really am not in favor of mandating that. I just think, just don't fight about do it or don't, but it's... It's something. It definitely is not the answer. It's a tool in a toolbox. Maybe helps a little bit. Vaccine, not 100%, but it's a tool. So hopefully we can come up with better vaccines and better protocols and better things, not only for COVID, but for cancer and heart disease, dementia, whatever else we're dealing with. So the health matrix... Spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, relational. It's all of those things are making a difference. So a healthy, um, you guys know uh, Matt and Bethany Bickford. Her grandmother, 90 years old, healthy, assisted living, place, COVID strikes. They shut down visitation because, you know, all the assisted living places, nursing homes, all that stopped. You couldn't go in. Or in hospitals. So all of that stopped. She's healthy. She has uh, an incident, has to they take her to the hospital. Well, at first she was healthy. They shut it down. Then she has, well, health incident, but that's related to the fact that nobody's visiting and she can't go out and visit anyone. So now we're starting with relational. We cut the relational side off. Healthy woman, older but healthy goes to the hospital. Now you're stuck in a room. You can't even see your buddies in the hallway because it's assisted living. At least they could do that. Now that she can't do that, nobody can get in. Nobody, and she can't come out. And you can't even access your, your doctor or nurse because they can't see you either. So the mom, uh, Bethany's mom, is trying to stay in touch with her grandmother and can't. So now it's really isolated, really cut off. She dies because now she has no reason to live. So is that COVID? 
or was that relational? And the relational led to a series of steps that led to death. You remember Nelson. Nelson was here, had a, well, not here, but he's around. And he has a stroke. He goes into the hospital. He comes out, goes home for a few days with hospice. And he is, uh, when they check him at the hospital, they go, well, he's positive for COVID. But he's in there for a stroke and has a, other health issues. Comes home, passes away. The death certificate says he dies of COVID. Wait a minute. Had a stroke. Became up positive with no symptoms of co from COVID, but his death was caused by COVID. Huh. So the politicized side of this thing is a little bit of an issue. Do we have honest reporting from every agency saying this is exactly what caused the death of this person? Because more than likely, Bethany's grandma died of COVID. And in a sense, with the relational stuff cut off, maybe, maybe so. So we have physical ailments. It's a matrix. And if we don't have good relationships, we don't have connections with other human beings, then what's in our relationship or within our bodies begins to tear up. The, the colon begins to twist and produce hormones that will cause the body to, to deteriorate. The immune system will stop functioning the way it should. And it doesn't matter how much D, uh, vitamin D you get when that happens. It's just going to stop. You go, well, I, I had my colonoscopy, but did you forgive your brother? Nope. Because I'm going to bet colonoscopy is not the answer here. I'm going to bet there's more to this. Nope, material world, physical body. That's how we treat it. It's a matrix. Relational makes a difference to the physical. Physical, uh, connected with the emotional and the mental, how we approach life, our purpose, our, our engagement with this world, understanding the environment, the extended environment, spiritual environment that we live in makes a difference. How we deal with our emotions. If I'm angry all the time, we've covered this over and over. Ephesians 4 says we kick the door open for the devil. And all the evil spirits go, wow, that person's out of control. We love it. Look how hot and bothered they are about everything. This is our kind of guy. So they tag along. And then they mess up our other relationships. See how this works? Now the relationships are messed up. Got a matrix. You know, I don't feel good. I think my stomach's off. My breathing. My heart's rapid. I, I can't sleep at night. Huh. And then we're right back to spiritual. Fear the Lord your God. And then there will be healing. Because he's the one who created this in the first place. And he's told us how to take care of our bodies. And he's let us know through his word that there's more to this than we give credit for. So COVID is an issue. And God has provided a toolbox. And we can yell at people or be down on people or 
think we've got the answers to everything and uh, we're just wasting our breath. It's a toolbox. There's some good stuff. Some of it will work. Some of it won't. And the end of all of this is if we get whatever, cancer, heart disease, get hit by a bus, get COVID, die, that's the worst thing ever, isn't it? No. That's the doorway to the glory. So why worry? Why worry? You don't have to answer that yourself. Because if your worry is bigger than these promises, it's going to be a long, miserable life. And then you've got to stand before Jesus and explain it. And I'd like to miss that meeting. Because he's already told us. He's won this. He's destroyed death. It no longer has a hold. And there is a whole lot waiting. And he's gone to prepare a place in his father's house. And he said, I'm coming. And I'll take you there. And you ain't going to keep your physical health for that one. Hope that helps. There's a health matrix, convergence of all these things coming together. Um, now we're still live, but if you have something you want to add, feel free.